Hey, I'm Gabriel Goldfeder. I'm a Jewish life consultant, a.k.a. Rabbi. With every ascent, behol aliyah aliyah, there is always nimtza tamid matzav shel heder hakodem lahavaya. There's always some period of, of nothingness, of lack, of something being withheld before there is another state of havaya, another state of being. There's a state of non-being before there's a state of being. Every time you rise, every time you go up, every time you move to another level, there's a space in between where you are now and where you will be then, in which you are not. You might feel like a wisp at such a time. You might feel like someone who's cast off from one shore of a lake and has not yet reached the other shore. You might feel you're in the middle. You might feel that you can't really use the ways you've expressed yourself previously. You can't show up the way you showed up before and you also don't know how to show up in the way that you'll be showing up when you reach that other side, when you reach that next level. And so, not surprisingly, a person could feel demoralized at such a time. A person could feel insecure or unsure. They could be beset with doubt and uncertainty. Rev. Cook describes this period, this liminal space, as a place where we are susceptible to nefilah, to falling, and chalishut koach ruchani, and a weakening of our strength at such a time. Because we have, as it were, let go of the solid ground of where we were, we've unplugged from a source of energy that made perfect sense before it worked until it didn't. We knew who we were, we knew what our role was, we knew how to do it, we knew what our expectations were, we were happy to live in those expectations, or at least sufficiently resigned to live in those expectations, in those parameters. And then we got moved up. The only problem is it felt like a move down. It felt like we had been demoted. It felt like we had been abandoned, as it were. We lost our koach, we lost our strength, at such a time. I think of the amazing story of Rabbi Yochanan and Reish Lakish. It's a difficult story, but an important one. Rabbi Yochanan was a very beautiful man. He was bathing in the river. Reish Lakish saw him, only his hair, I think, from behind, above the surface of the water, and figured that Rabbi Yochanan's beauty must be the beauty of a woman. So Reish Lakish jumped into the water discovering that Rabbi Yochanan was, in fact, a man. Rish Lakish was disoriented, but they engaged in a powerful conversation. The end of which, Rabbi Yochanan told Rish Lakish that he should use his strength for Torah. He should use his strength and his power to do something positive, because until then, Rish Lakish had been a bandit. A bandit. He had been a pirate bandit ferocious warrior, fighter. And now he's being told that all that strength 
that he has. He should focus it on Torah and Rachel Akish agrees. And as soon as he agrees, this strong man, this bandit, pirate, warrior, fighter, suddenly loses all his strength. And Rabbi Yochanan, the weak Torah scholar, has to swim over to the side of the river with Rish Lakish, because Rish Lakish doesn't even have the strength to swim anymore. And maybe in some way, this is what we experience when we go from one level to another, and it can be so disorienting. And it can be so terrifying because it's so tempting and so useful to identify with a particular place, a particular status, and a particular level, a particular role. So tempting it is that we see that many people do everything they can to park there, to prevent growing, to prevent that process of going from another level to another. So many people just want to stop. They want to just be in that place and draw from that strength, even if that strength dwindles, even if that strength is reduced to a, a small murmur of the amount of power that they used to have, it feels better than the risk of letting go of it, of letting go of that strong and stable place at one shore and not to take the risk of going to another place. And this could be about a new job or a new relationship or it could be about moving forward within a job or a relationship that already is a part of my life. And if I allow myself to unplug from a certain low-level circuit of energy that I get and that I give in that particular situation, and I allow myself to imagine something bigger, and I imagine and I allow myself to take a step towards that thing I'm going to enter into, a place which is scary, a place of lack, a place of not yet, as it were. But if Cook promises that there's something waiting for us there, he says, there's a tigboret koach mimakor yoter nale, a reinforcement, an infusion of power and of strength from a source which is higher. Rav Cook is so certain here. He knows that this is a pattern that repeats. It's inevitable. It can't be avoided. And one might say it shouldn't be avoided. It might be important to experience that not yetness before we go to the next level. It might be important to experience that period of time when we do have to let go, when we are not being fueled by that previous source of power and source of strength. We might need to go through that and experience that time when we see how we've been addicted, as it were, or dependent upon old forms and old media of power that have fueled us until this time. We might need to observe that, to notice that, and be able to let go of it, be able to identify it and to step away, not just from the situation we were in, but from the recognizable or even unconscious or subterranean relationships of power and of strength and of energy that were a part of that previous situation. We may need to observe that for a little while and be in that and feel the discomfort of it. And during that time, what will we do? Can we become more humble? Can we become smaller? 
Can we recognize how we've been in a certain way that is not the only way for us to have been and that there might be another way for us to be? Can we recognize that we've been holding on, that we've been acting out of fear and out of a certain kind of smallness? Can we allow that to be observed by us, to not be defined by that and to feel this to feel it as a fall into some kind of weakness that doesn't implicate us, it doesn't judge us and tell us that we've somehow been doing something wrong, but rather it just alerts us, it gives us information about how we've been existing, how we've been being in a certain way until this time. And with that information in hand, perhaps we can let go of that. We can allow ourselves to feel a time not drawing on that. And once we can achieve that, we will have the opportunity to reach towards a source of energy, a source of power, a source of strength, which is higher, it's more refined. It feels less like a dependency, perhaps, at least for the moment, because we'll go above this one too, eventually. But for the moment, for right now, it feels like something noble. It feels like something more refined. It feels like something that is more suitable to the aspirations that we have and to the person that we want to be. It's something we can feel good about and proud of. Maybe it's a source of energy that's more sustainable and doesn't detract from or take away energy from others. It doesn't drain people around us. It's more communal, something we can draw on together and share with each other. Thank God we have the guidance of such clear and brilliant journey people like Rev Cook who can journey and rise and rise again and show us how we also can move in that direction.